Okay, thank you guys for joining tonight. We are back with another episode for Talkative Chia, Chia Talk. And tonight we have a great episode about mental health, abuse, and depression. I'm going to let my guest introduce herself, and then we're going to jump into the episode. Hi, everybody. My name is Sydney Gongs. I am 29 years old. Um, I am from Durham, North Carolina, and I am a survivor of domestic violence and depression. Okay, so tonight we're going to talk about her story and we're going to talk some questions. I mean, answer some questions. And of course, we have a great promotion. Um, well, her promoting herself on her ebook that she wrote. And I, once again, I want to say thank you, Sydney, for coming on my podcast to tell your story. I'm so honored. And um, would you like to tell, like, some experiences that you've had? Like, tell your story before we start jumping into the questions. Okay, no problem. Um, well, I'm just coming out of a domestic violence relationship. Um, so I dealt with a lot of verbal, um, mental um, and physical abuse. Um, so now I'm getting back to knowing who I am and wanting to be who I know I can be. Um, not just as a person, but as a mother, as a sister, as a daughter. Um, so I'm just ready to see where this journey takes me. I'm very, and I thank you because I'm very excited for this opportunity as well. Um, and I hope my story uh, reaches people who don't know how to get out of their situation or might just be afraid to get out of their situation because it's not an easy thing to leave. Um, so I hope today really encourages somebody. Yes, I know I have a lot of listeners who've asked for this episode. And when I was promoting my episode for tonight, I'm on Instagram and I'm like saying like, hey, I finally got the episode y'all needed. And I wanted what I wanted from this episode mostly is someone who, you know, who's been through it. I can't speak on something that I haven't been through. I don't feel like that will be real. Right. So with Shia Talks being so honest and so real, I wanted to make sure I had someone who was able to tell, you know, that went through it, that seen it hands on and not me just watching, you know. A next BET movie, I guess we can say. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I say sometimes I felt like I was living in a lifetime movie. So, like, but hey, but you're here. Like, <laughs> yes. I, I recently just saw a post, and like I said, like you're you're a soldier. Like you're very strong, not only because of you making it out of the situation, but the fact that you're willing to talk about the situation. There are so many people who feel that they ke- they keep it in because it's like either. Like, you know, we were talking, it's like either they're embarrassed about by mm-hmm. it because you have people who don't know, who haven't walked in those footsteps, who automatically judge and be like, well, girl, you could have got out of it and you could have did this, you could have did that. Right. Or you have the people that's just so scared to speak up because they don't know how the person will react to it. So right. you're, you're a soldier all the way around. It's Thank like, you. Hey, give you your flowers. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> um, but I wanted to ask you, like, were there any signs of abuse before the abuse actually started? Like, was there any signs that made you look at it like, hmm, you know, like, what's going on here? Or any red flags that popped up during your relationship? Oh, definitely. Um, it was lots of red flags. And I look at it now like I really just ignored them. Um, but I would say for me, it was the aggressive talk. 
Um, they were talk real aggressive towards me, and that was nothing that I was really used to. Um, and I thought in my mind, like, okay, this is just how they talk. But as time went on, I'm just like, wait, but you're calling me out my name now. <laughs> you're saying I'm this and I'm that. And wait, that's that's not what love is supposed to be. So definitely, I would say those that was the first red sign for me was the way they would talk to me aggressively. Um, and the verbal abuse, calling me out my name, because um, I grew up with my mother and father, and I've never ever in my whole even now 29 years of living ever heard my dad call my mother out her name disrespect her so that right there that was that was the red flag for me right and then like you said that that's something that you didn't grow up with you know how they say every woman um gets you know how they what is it every woman looks for her dad and a man yes that was something that you didn't grow up with was it just like i'm gonna give you a chance like maybe it's a maybe this is just a hiccup, you know, like maybe this is a hurdle we have to get over when the the red flags was popping up. Yeah, I thought so. But again, like I said, like my dad to this day, like, where are the men like you? Like, <laughs> like, where are the men? Like my dad is the like perfect ideal guy. And like you said, that's what I look, that's what I was looking for when right. I was looking for my soulmate. So when I wasn't getting it, it was just like, that's not love. So, yeah. <laughs> Did you ever feel the blame was on you? Like, have you ever had a moment where you started to blame yourself? All the time. All the time. I'm just like, well, why is he treating me like this? Or what did what did I do? That was that was my question all the time. So what did I do to you? Or what am I doing wrong? And I would always ask that, like, but what am I doing wrong? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, what is it? So I always put the blame on me. And that's when it became mental abuse. Because now you're mentally abusing me, having me beat myself up for a situation I know is not me. So I, I definitely put the blame on myself. And then I dragged my kids into a lot of my situations, I feel like. Um, so I put the blame on myself then because I exposed them to situations. And I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> so I definitely did. Did like what was like do you know the reason why you would blame yourself? Was it like you you know you met this person and he was a good person and maybe you're bringing it out like what like what caused you to blame yourself? Low self-esteem. That's what I would say. That's that's what I with while I was in that relationship was low self-esteem. So I I know that's what it came from was the low self-esteem um of always feeling like it was me. Um when in reality it wasn't okay yeah and with the low self-esteem like was was that coming from the verbal abuse was that something that you were you know tackling before you got into the relationship oh no that came within the relationship um and I talk a little about, bit about that in my book as well. Like, um, I was never told I was beautiful. Um, I was never told I love you um, or I'm here for you or I care for you. Um, so I know that's where a lot of it came from. Um, I didn't feel it. So, and I was just like, wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. I was about to say, damn, that's like, <laughs> like yeah, that's, that's like really like, you. yeah, and I feel like it, it was like, oh, you're beautiful, or good morning, beautiful, like, 
I would have like looked at it in a different view, but it was, it was one-sided and the one-sided was always on my end. Like I'm always the one uplifting him and he never uplifted me. Um, And that comes in with mental abuse (laughs) and then the verbal abuse. And then that led into the physical abuse. Okay. So what, what steps did you take to heal from these things? Like, even if you're still in the healing process, like what, what are your steps that you, you took? Um, I'm actually still in the healing process. Although my ebook is entitled the 30 day challenge. Um, I'm still, it's, it takes time. 30 days is what I had gave the timeline. I'm not doing this anymore, but it's, it's a progress. It's a progress. Uh, mentally I'm still fighting every day. Um, cause it's just like, I readjusted everything. So, um, that's another thing I speak about in my ebook as well as, um, affirmations. I constantly speak positive thoughts and positive things into my life now. Um, so that's part of my healing. Oh, okay. That's actually great. Like you're uplifting yourself and giving yourself that what you wasn't getting. Yes, I have to. And that's how I was able to leave my situation. (laughs) Like I had to tell myself, you're beautiful. Like you're beautiful. (laughs) That's what I tell myself every day. Like you're a queen. (laughs) Nobody can take that from you. So I'm still in the healing process and I don't want anybody to think, oh, 30 days. Yeah, that's the time frame I gave myself. It, it can right. take longer, but that's the time. I don't ever want to give false hope to anybody like, oh, let me do this in 30 days. I'm going to be healed. No, <laughs> that is not what <laughs> Sydney is saying. <laughs> it's like, just read the book. <laughs> read the book. <laughs> like, that is like, that is something tough. And uh, like I said, like for me, for an example, that's something that I can say I've witnessed only on a movie so you know with movies it's like it skipped the whole healing process to she was going through it boom yep. she <laughs> so it's just like you know with us in the movie it's like five minutes you know people yes. have a unrealistic thought of how much like even with you saying the the little things that broke your self-esteem down like not being uplifted and not being told like you're beautiful you can do this or just positive things being told to you that's something that a lot of women a lot of women struggle with in relationships to where yeah. they feel like, you know, sometimes you have that strong woman that's like, oh, I don't need nobody to tell me that. Even the person that's laying next to me. And then it's like, it started to tackle you to where it's like, well, if he don't feel this way, how can I feel this way about myself? Like, I'm right. much trying to be this person for you. And I can see where that can break a person down. Because I know that I know if with me, I like to get told like I'm pretty. And yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's like in my head, you know, growing up, you always you have your mom that's like, no, you don't need nobody to tell you that. But it's like, yeah, but it's good to hear. It's sometimes. good to hear, you know. <laughs> and I can remember a situation where um, it was so bad. And I was calling everybody I could think of. And nobody answered the phone but my mom. And I'm just like, somebody has to hear how he's talking to me. That's all I remember telling her. And the words were, I made you. You're nothing without me. You are a bum. Like. If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't even be who you are. And I'm just like, this can't be real. Like, this is not real. And I remember telling my cousin one day, like, when the physical abuse started, um, I'm just like, cousin, I feel like I am in a lifetime movie. You know how they say, I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave. And you never leave and you just stay there. And I would call her constantly and constantly. And I'm like, I'm going to leave. 
I'm gonna leave and I will never leave. But that day I left, <laughs> it was like, like I'm gone. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> and see, with me, I feel like I watch TV too much. Um, because I feel like my leaving, I I would have tried something. You know, like it would have been like, hey, I'm leaving, but you're gonna have a scar. Like you're about you to. know what? And that was something in me that was like, um, and I remember I was on the phone with my mom, and I'm just like. I think this last time, I really want him to put his hands on me this time. And she was like, Cindy, don't say that. You just, you've been through that. How long, how long have you, how long you been dealing with that? And I just had to remind myself, like, well, that's, and it's sad. That's what I was immune to. I was immune to, you know, him yeah. putting his hands on me, you know. And I remember one of his, um, his family members saying, well, Cindy, it's not like he's just walking up, punching you in your face or, and in my head, I'm just like, either way, it's still, abuse so. right like he it's like it doesn't matter what form i think and that's what people have mistaken it's like some people feel like verbal abuse is okay mental abuse is okay and it's like it's not it's still abuse like it's no right. matter how you try to paint the, the silver coat over it to make it shine it's still wrong it's still like abuse. you can't i don't care if you're grabbing my arm to slide me from the kitchen t- stove to the kitchen refrigerator if i don't like it and you're doing it roughly you're abusing me. You're you're taking me to a point where I'm just not comfortable. And I shouldn't right. have to fear the person I'm with. I shouldn't flinch when you, you know, you raise your hand up at me. Or I shouldn't feel like, oh, like he's going to fuss. Like, I'm, yeah. like, did you ever feel that way? Like that, All the time. Like, I, I, I couldn't take naps. Because if I take naps, it's like, well, you just want to go to sleep. And all you're doing is laying the, the aggressive talk. Um, so, and I'm a, I'm a mom. So, you know, moms, we, we need to get our naps That's in. That's what I was about so, to say. Like, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it was, yeah. It was, everything was, I felt like I was walking on eggshells. I felt like I was the child, you know. Like, feeling like you have to, you know, is it okay if I do this? And that's a part of the mental. Um, it's all those things you, the person implants in your head that makes you feel like this is who you are and this is what you're going to be and this is how your routine is going to go. Because once those things start going in your mind, your mind is going to train itself to think that way. And that's what had started to happen to me. It was just like, this is what's going to happen and this is what I say go and this is what you're going to do and this is what we're going to do and this is how it's going to be. So it was just like, okay. It was like you was going by his playbook at that time. And then I'm eight hours away from my family. So it was like, I was isolated from my family. I was isolated from my friends. He would tell me, them females don't care about you. Man, my close friends now, the ones that my, my day one close friends, they don't care about you. They just you're just telling them their your business and they're going back telling people they don't care about you and that was in my head nobody cared about me and I start shutting everybody out and so now I'm at a point where okay everybody is tired of hearing me complain about the same thing or cry about the same thing and something I've learned to work on is I was a big social media person every time I have a problem with them I'm running the social media so now I, I've learned to take my personal problems off of social media and then yeah. I was really by myself so it's just me in this box eight hours away from my family and my friends and it's you're nothing this is what's playing in my head you're nothing you're a bum nobody cares about you this is the stuff that was playing in my head and one day I woke up and said, oh, no, you're beautiful. You're a boss. You're a queen. You're an amazing mother. So 
that's how I've started training and I start training my mind, training my mind. And that's when, that's when the process started. It's like you're reteaching yourself the stuff mm-hmm. that you were told as a kid. Yeah. You like get, get yourself back at that point, get yourself back to your believing in yourself stage to where exactly. you're not, you know, cause even if, even if you were the breadwinner or he was the breadwinner, it doesn't matter. It's just like getting yourself back to that point where I don't need to depend on you. Right. You're an evil person. You're a bad person. And it's not me. So right. when it came to your support system, did you want it like, or did you want to handle it all by yourself? Oh no, I needed my support system. And I thank God for my support system. Cause that's one thing I can say. And they always say, um, Every child, no matter how old you get, you're going to need your parents, (laughs) whether it's your mom or your dad. And anybody that knows me knows I'm a sucker for my daddy. So, (laughs) like, that's that's my heart. That's my best friend. So (laughs) our birthdays are a day apart. So I remember him calling me one day and he's just like, "Um, I'm just calling to check on you. And the tears just started. And he's like, well, he's not putting his hands on you, is he? And it's like, you can't lie to your dad. So I'm just like, yes, sir. So that's when it came to me, like, I'm finally being able to admit it. And when I started seeing it, it was hurting my parents. I just, I had to fix it. Something had to get fixed quick. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know with my parents, I'm pretty sure, like, if, that's when I'll be more worried about like them, like, oh God, my parents about to get locked up. Because <laughs> it's just like, you know, you have yeah, I thought. Just... it's like, do I want to tell you that he's doing this and have your reaction to it? Because even though you're, you know, like you hurting him isn't going to, it's going to help, but it's going to be like a bandaid. It's never going to really heal it. Right. So it's right. Like, do I want to tell you or Right. And it just, and that's my parents. So my support system, my close friends, they really, they really, and I, I tell them ever since I've been back home, I've been back home three weeks now. And I tell them that every day, like, I just thank y'all. Like y'all really helped me, whether you know it or not. You guys helped me because I remember one of my friends, I remember sending her pictures and she called me. She just like, oh, no, oh, no, you need to come home. Sydney, you need to come home. So and I remember um, another one of my friends sending me this long message like this is not you. Before you left, you were amazing. Like, uh, don't ever go back to what brought you back down. You're supposed to be moving forward. And, you know, everybody wants their kids to have that special somebody, you know, that that mom and dad figure. That's what everybody wants for their kids. Mm -hmm. And that's what I was looking for. But I had to understand that sometimes God brings people back into your life as a test to see if you're going to hit your head again <laughs> right or it's like are you stay gonna, on the right path <laughs> right it's like are you gonna go you're gonna pass this test or you're gonna make that mistake yes you, like, <laughs> like just bubbling that long answer yes your whole little op- like your whole aspect on it like it's gonna change it so is i'm i'm glad that you had the support system that you did have because like i said you have people who you know don't go through it or the people that's just like you know how can I put it you have the like girl are you dumb and it's just like look I'm already getting beat down over here 
Oh, no. Whether it's verbal. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, I'm glad for the support system you did have yeah. because. Like now, I, I might have had a little people in the background like, that bitch stupid, excuse me. And you said, oh, no, you're fine. I told you, it is, trust me, they know. <laughs> that they I might have had some people when I was going crazy on social media. I know I had a few people like, but when it came down to my family and my close friends, yeah, um, and I thank God, even to my sister, like, I love her to death, and her approach wasn't always the best, but now that I look at it, she meant well. So yeah, you know. it was like she was coming from that that tough love spot. That yeah, so artist. I call her my big little sister. But I got <laughs> sometimes I'm the sister now, but I, I thank her too because it it was just that situation tried to bring us apart too, and it's always like no, you're not gonna come in between this. No, <laughs> right? It's like this is all I like. You know how you're brought up to your siblings are your best friends, right? Your siblings is all you have. Mm-hmm. So it's like. I've had that situation with my sister before where it was like she had to tell me like fruit, I'm the big sister. And it's like, yeah, well, you're not thinking like one. So let me let me tell you this. So when it came to when it came to like, um, I'm sorry, my little one just walked in. <laughs> when did you know you were done? Like what was your breaking point? Like when you said to yourself, like, this is enough. My kids. Uh, my daughter is six years old. And um, and if anybody knows Serenity, everybody knows Serenity. She's oh, her name is beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> she's gonna speak her mind, and she's gonna tell you like she's gonna get you where you need to be. And I remember my baby telling me, um, "Mommy, I'm not happy here. Like, I just want to go back home. Like, you shouldn't." Have- um, and, yeah, and I and I'll say this: I gave up everything. When I say everything, I mean everything three-bedroom apartment everything and she's like mommy we shouldn't have left our house and I start there we go beating myself up again like oh my gosh I didn't like and she's like I don't like how this person does this to you and I don't like how they talk to you and I don't like when they put their hands on you and I'm like you saw that and she's like yeah and I don't like it and I asked her I said well do you you want to leave she said yeah I want to leave that next day, I left. Oh, yes. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> it took for my child to tell me it's time. Because my baby girl, she's three. You know, they're still, you know, they, they see things. And then when we used to have our little situations, she'll say things like, oh, no, my mommy's favorite stuff. You're doing this to my mommy's things. And I'm just like, my kids are watching this. Like, right. this is like you're willing to you're willing to hurt me in front of somebody that looks at me like a superhero. Right. And it's like, I'm raising little girls and right. I don't ever want my kids to think this is how a man is supposed to treat you because this is not how a man is supposed to treat you. And I had to realize, even if I can't be with the father of my kids, my kids are loved like no other by men in my family. They have my dad, who is an amazing granddad. <laughs> they have my brother, who is an amazing uncle. They have my uncle, who is an amazing uncle. So... My kids have father figures, and I had to remind myself that, like, your kids are love. Your kids are going to know how a man is supposed to treat a woman because my dad treats my mom like a queen. When I say a queen, my mom treated like a queen, and I, that's all I ever seen in all my life. I've seen my dad get up and go to work. I've seen my mom get, come from work, come home, fix dinner, you know, 
So I've, I've, I had that family. I had that two-parent household. And that's what, you know, that's what I wanted for my kids, like I said. But that was not the way I was going to do it. And <laughs> one day, and I'm not, and I'm not pushing it. I'm, I'm still in my healing process. I'm not pushing it. But one day, somebody is going to come in my life and show my kids what real love is supposed to look like to me. Um, but until that day, I'm going to give them that love 10 times, 100 times more than what they have. So they always got love. And I also wanted to tell you, like, with you le- like leaving from this situation, you're already showing them how a man's supposed to treat, like, treat a woman. There's so many single, you know, single parent homes where, you know, it's mostly the moms and the kids grow up to understanding like, oh, no, that's not how it's supposed to be treated. Mm-hmm. Like, even though they didn't have that father figure in the home, um, not saying that God isn't going to bless you because he is. He's going right. to bless you with that that hunk of a man. You're going to find your Russell Williams, honey. But <laughs> <laughs> he, um, like, it's just like you grew up in a single parent home. You know, your mom, If not saying you did, but, you know, if your kids see, like, oh, okay, my mom did this, my mom did that. And throughout this process, my mom had a hiccup, but my mom also also showed me, like, this isn't right. Mm-hmm. Even though this is something you want, this is not something you settle for. This is something you leave. You leave. And it's crazy because right after you contacted me about, the, um, about tonight's episode, it was a post on, um, was it Facebook? I believe it was Facebook. And like I say, I have to applaud you. Because there are many women, there's a lot of women out there that in this post in particular, she, you know, she was calling her mom. She told her mom, like, hey, this was going on. And it got to the point where police got involved. And then the police, you know, took him away. But he got out some way. And three years later, he ended up taking her life. And that's what I was afraid of. (laughs) Because there are so many women out here who... Like I said, you have a lot of women who blame themselves, especially mm-hmm. women who like like come from homes like yours. They come from, you know, not the perfect life, but, you know, the perfect life to some. Right. And once you get that person that's making you feel like, oh, OK, well, you know, maybe maybe I'm being too much. Like maybe maybe I'm not good enough for him or let me do this to myself or maybe he's going through something or he's upset. He's just upset today. It's not going to happen. That was just a bad time. So they go back and they forgive. And, you know, you never question someone's heart because someone else's heart is bad. But it's like, I believe tonight's episode and your book alone will help women understand, like, it's okay to let go of bad things. Right. It's okay to understand that you're not the reason why this bad person turned this way. This is this person and they just wasn't showing you who they really were. And I always say when someone show you their true colors, don't paint over it for a perfect picture. Mm. Let that let that mistake, that dot that landed on that picture, let that show out. So that way you can know, like, oh, okay. So I right. see you. <laughs> like, I and see that's how it was. Out. Like we were we were together for a while and um we had um separated for three years. Um, so when I went back, it was just like it the first few days <laughs> were amazing. It was like, okay. And then slowly, everything I saw in the past start coming back. And it's just like, this can't be right. Wait. But we just, 
So, yeah. So, and I was doing amazing. Even after those, you know, during the three-year time frame, I was doing amazing. I started my own business. I moved into a bigger apartment for my kids. You know, I got a job working from home. That way I could be home with my kids 24-7. And that's when COVID happened. You know, COVID was going. Yeah. And so then my daughter was virtually. So, you know, so we were, you know, everything was great during that time. And, you know, every again, everybody wants that, you know, perfect picture family. And, you know, like you said, you go back, but you go back and lessons are taught and you learn from them, you know. <laughs> and it's like the time that you go back, that's when you that's when you really give yourself that it's not me, it's you. Yeah. And I can you know that first time it, I was yeah. stronger this time. I was a lot right. stronger than last time. And I feel like that's what made it a tad bit easier to leave this time because I was more stronger this time. It's like, look, this ain't the same person you had before. Yeah. Oh, I think it was, oh, 50 times worse. Mm-hmm. Before it was a lot of verbal. This time it was more uh, verbal and more physical this time. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And everybody, everybody's just like, well, Sydney, like you asked Sydney, what were the signs? You, you really can't put a sign to domestic violence because that person can come in all types of forms, colors. And it's not just even on the woman's perspective. Men go through domestic violence, too. And that's not talked about. So right. it's, 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 it's signs <laughs> that you don't even notice. Yeah, it's like little pop-ups that you yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Do you have any like anything to tell the people out there that's going through it now? I'm pretty sure your book, your speak on it, but do you have anything that you would like to tell tonight's listeners, like people that's going through it or people that's been through it? Like, what would you tell them? Like, what would be your um, suggestions to them? Anybody that's going through it now, um, leave. It does not get better. I don't care how many times they say, I love you. I'm never going to do it again. That's what I heard a lot. I'm sorry. I I didn't. I'm not going to do that again. I don't care how many times they tell you they're not going to put their hands on you again or they're not going to call you out your name. It's going to happen again. So that's that's my suggestion is leave. It doesn't get better. Um, If you have left. Um, I say stay encouraged and that's what my ebook does it, it encourages you it pushes you forward so you don't go back it reminds you daily of those affirmations of who you are so that's what I would tell people and you're not alone um, anybody that's listening my inbox is always open um, I will shoot you my phone number you know <laughs> This is this is what I'm here for, because never in a million years would I think I would be going through this. I'm not proud that I've ever went through this. Um, I look in the mirror and still look at bruises and I'm just like, Jesus. And that's a trigger that triggers me now. Um, Loud voices. A man, when he raises his voice, triggers me now. So uh, it takes time. And I'm here for anybody who's afraid. You know, I'm here for anybody who doesn't know how to get out of their situation. There's a lot of people who don't know how to get out of their situation or they think it's going to get better, but it doesn't get better. And I heard you say that when you look at your bruises and loud, like men raising their voice, would you say that you got like a PTSD from this? Um, I don't want to diagnose myself with that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's a strong diagnosis, so I understand. Yes, yes. (laughs) 
Um, but it does, it, it, it really triggers me. It, it does. And I'm blessed to be around friends who have significant others where I don't even have to see those situations because their men treat them like amazing. So, um, but I can say I was, I think I was at Family Dollar the other day and a man was fussing at another guy and it just, it triggered me. And I'm like, oh no, it's time to go. <laughs> it's like, no, so, put it back. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. I don't want to say it's PTSD. I just want to say that it's um it, it's an alarm. Yeah. That's what I'm going to call it. It's an alarm. Yeah. So, like, tell us about your book. Like, tell them, like, where you can, where they will be able to purchase it when it's coming out, the things that they can expect in the book. Like, what was your process of even writing the book? Um, well, my book will be out on August the 1st. Um, and it's amazing because it's a 30-day affirmation. So you start the month off of August with just positive energy. Um, you get a more deeper experience into what I've actually, you know, went through. Um, and within this book, it's just encouraging you to stay positive. Um, and it's a 30-day challenge. So whoever does the book, I encourage you to complete the whole 30 days. That's the only way you're going to see results. Um, you have to keep going. And I even do it past 30 days. I get people past 30 days. Um, I just finished my registration on Amazon. So it will be on Amazon for purchase. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just excited. You got to get the book. I don't want to tell a lot. <laughs> it's like you would tell too much. So Yeah, I'll tell too much. <laughs> y'all like, make sure y'all go it. and get it. <laughs> And um, the title, can you tell them the title and your name again, just to make sure everybody remembers? Yeah. So the title of it is How I Overcame Depression, um, 30-Day Challenge. Um, so it's a 30-day affirmation challenge. So basically, you repeat affirmations um, for a whole 30 days. You can do it in, in the morning, at night. You want to do it twice a day, three times a day, as long as you get those positive affirmations into your schedule at some point. <laughs> um and my name is Sydney Renee Gongs. And again, it will be on Amazon for purchase, Amazon Kindle. Um, I'm waiting to get approved for Amazon Prime. So fingers crossed, fingers crossed. You're going to get it. You're going to get gonna it. I'm going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> they need this out there in the world. They need yes. more. Uh, they they need something that's not on Lifetime. How about that? Like, right. <laughs> and even if you it. haven't been through like domestic violence, if you're a new mom or if you're having um a child again, you know, postpartum is real. Um, right. I I know <laughs> postpartum is real. Um, so it's also good for that because sometimes you just need those daily reminders of who you are when your kids are driving you nuts. <laughs> you need that after you need those affirmations of I'm an amazing mom, you know. I'm strong because <laughs> you don't feel strong sometimes, you know. We I would definitely be getting this book. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> I have those moments where it'd be like, oh, I feel so bad for telling you to go play. Like, I don't want yes. to be here right now. <laughs> but that book reminds you it's okay. It's okay not to be okay. I tell people that all the time. If you're not okay, it's normal. It's, a, it's an emotion. It's okay not to be okay, but don't stay there. When you stay there, that's when depression comes. So you don't ever want to stay there. We want to use these affirmations, and we want to get up out of it. Get, I give you 24 hours to stay there, but that's all I'm giving you. <laughs> so, right. You don't even need that long. Right. 30 minutes, and you get up. <laughs> <laughs>
this no longer no longer <laughs> well sydney i would like to thank you again for coming on she a talk um i'm I'm so ready for everyone to listen to this episode because I know there's going to be, a t- like I said, tons of people out there in the world that this is going to help. Um, I would like to thank my listeners. Um, you guys, make sure you go and get that book out on August 1st, Sydney Gones. Um, it's the way that she got out of depression, her 30-day challenge. Um, like she said, it's for people that's going through depression, abuse, depression with being a mom, a new mom, postpartum. Everything that a lot of mothers need, not even just black moms, but, you know, a lot of black moms go through this experience. So this is something you guys really need to check out. So make sure you guys get it. I know I will be purchasing it myself. <laughs> so yes, thank you. You guys are supporting. Also, Sydney, did you want to tell them about the pop up shop that you're going to be having um, this weekend, Saturday? Yes. So, yes, I will be attending a pop-up shop this Saturday. Um, If you go to my Facebook, if you go to my Instagram for Boutique, you will see the flyer with the location. Over 20 vendors will be at this pop-up shop. Um, So make sure y'all come out Saturday. It is, I don't have the exact address, but I will post the flyer again. It's on North Duke Street in Durham, North Carolina. Um. Come check us out. It's all Black-owned businesses. We are all local. We're representing for our city. So y'all come support us. Um, And I will also be at the Black Flea Market in Raleigh uh, weekend after next. So I'm busy, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) You got to keep it pushing. You got to keep it pushing. That's how you get done. Well, thank you so much, girl. This conversation was great. Thank you for having me. And I look forward to many, many more networking experiences with you. You are amazing. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. Thank you. And I will be talking to you soon. All right. (laughs) Bye-bye. All right. Good night, y'all.